The Incredible Hulk meets Spider-Man. Each figure a foot tall and fully poseable. All you need is a piece of string and here comes Spider-Man. Avalanche! This is a job for the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with a face that's mean. Lots of muscle and skin that's green. Superhero Hulk. Good job, handsome. The Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man from the Superhero Collection. Each sold separately by Mego. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 264 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolachahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless. <laughs> I'm looking at his shirt. I was I want to get something out of it, but he's wearing a Chevrolet pickup truck shirt. Find new roads. It was free at the fair. It's a pretty nice shirt. Thank you. I know. Carlos. Buarguayo. Like a rock. No, that was good. I just oh, haven't thanks. heard that in oh, years. I thought I offended somebody. No. Well, besides The Rock. Because it's Bob Seger doing that song. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah besides very, The Rock. Bob Seger, by the way, very underrated. Yes. I love very Bob Seger. Eric, Eric Struthers, how you doing, buddy? I'm going to announce you because I want your take on Bob Seger real quick. I dig Bob Seger, man. One of the things I like about him is the working man aspect of what he does. And uh, people forget like some of his cooler songs that everybody thinks, like, turn the page. But like, Stra is a great Stress great tune, man. It's yeah, he's he's rad. He is rad. He's rad. Uh, by the way, I, I totally skipped over Les. So, Les, how you doing, bud? <laughs> That's okay, man. I just people are gonna be like, wait, what just happened? Crunch, crunch, yeah, because you were so used to you going in order. I know, I know. <laughs> and also, the man we call the king of all pods, we really appreciate him coming on tonight because, um, he didn't have to. Mr. King Tom Chansky, how you doing, buddy? I, I never have to. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. That's true. That is true. Especially now, he knows Rivers. You know, like the like yeah. pasties. Yeah, yeah. He's we need you now, man. We need we need we need um, the celebrity pool. You, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we we're, we're happy that you're here. So when is Rivers coming on? Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. That's, Rivers knows of the Sithlets because you said something about it, right? Well, you I said did, they were on. I did. Yeah. I did. I said I was on a podcast. Oh damn it! That could be any of your hundred podcasts. God damn it, King Tom. Well, well I said I said I was on a podcast with some friends. So that rules out the Sith list. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Oh, King Tom, you just made me so happy. <laughs> Randy can't make it tonight, unfortunately. He was busy doing working stuff. He's working. He's a worker. He's a driver. He's, He's a, a working worker. man. He's a working man. Great rush song. 
Uh, glad that we're here tonight. Thank you guys for listening in on a Wednesday evening, the 25th of August, 2001. Um, Eric, how you doing, buddy? Man, I'm great. I uh, did a bunch of work uh, that was more along the lines of what I used to do before I was a desk jockey, and it was pretty neat. I uh, still haven't finished moving, so there's that. I hear you. But yeah. You're working. Yeah, I was just saying, I was just telling these guys before, I'm phys- this is the first time in my life I physically feel my age. I've never physically felt my age, ever. Um, yeah. I always felt a lot better than I was supposed to. But now I'm like physically like limping. I'm falling asleep <laughs> at like 10 o'clock. Uh, in the morning. In the morning. That's right. Oh, <laughs> if I lay down at any time of the day, I'm taking a nap. That, that shit never happened to <laughs> me. a nap. Oh, yeah. Okay, this great. moving thing has killed me. But um, it's why it's the worst thing in the world. I I hate moving. I will never put it on my worst enemy because it's horrible. Every aspect. You're like, great, we're in a new place. Fuck that. Well, you know, it's not just moving. It's a moving, remodeling, re re everything. everything, Yeah. (sighs) But it's there's a there's a I I can see the horizon. You paying the cost (laughs) to be the boss, dude. Yeah, cost to be the boss. No, wow. the, the, the horizon is wow, light at the end of the tunnel. You're is that Shakespeare or hip hop? <laughs> Les, how you doing, buddy? Um, I'm doing good. Uh, doing okay. By the way, King, King Tom, I did bring up, I did look up some Shakespeare and hip hop, dude. I have some oh, waiting, oh no. uh, waiting. I might not bust it out tonight, but I have some. <laughs> some it's okay stuff. if first you don't. First of all, and that's, <laughs> I don't think that's a Shakespeare or hip hop because I think James Brown came up with that first. Well, I think you're right. Paid the cost, cost to be the boss. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I, know. I, I was just saying. And then he tells him. Pretty good count as hip hop if you really want to go there. Yeah. Know? And then he tells we him, could, take it to the bridge. Take it to the bridge. Well, where's the that. bridge? Yeah. He, where's the bridge? And the guy's looking at him like, what bridge? Where are we going? I don't know what you mean. He's like, take it no, to the he's bridge. Not. Yeah, no, he's, he's like, not, what dude. the fuck? He's like, what do you First mean? First of all, one of James Brown's band members was Bootsy Collins. And I will tell you right now, dude. There's no better way to start off a legendary career than to roll with the Godfather of Soul. Shit. So he was on it, dude. They were on it. He said, take it to the bridge. They looked at each other like, we know where the bridge is. We know. They <laughs> built one. They just <laughs> built one, dude. They did build a bridge. Because <laughs> he'll dump your ass if you weren't working with him. So <laughs> yeah, he pays the cost cool. to be the boss. Yo. That's right. Boo, how you doing? I'm good. Everything good? Yeah. I got, a, I got a beer talking to some buds. Yeah. I have a crushed cucumber sour beer. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Sometimes I miss miss drinking, and then other times people say words like that. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that good. But it was in one one of those things at Costco where the, you know, the big warehouse stores that where they sucker you into it. Well, no, that they, one comes in of like a variety of 20. And that's what's left. This is what left. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, You ready to get into some. Week in Geek. We've had a busy week in Geek. We've had an What If. We had a Spidey trailer. There's a trailer for a Lego Star Wars shenanigan. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. Let's let's get into it. Guys, you can check us out on the SithList.net. Yes, we paid the bills. It's working again. You can listen to all of our old episodes. You can also go to Tee Public where you can find our shirts. I have found a way to get our shirts on there without putting any tags that might get us taken off so go back and check out the syphilis on t public go to our pot of forward page where you can check out our great podcast like the geek dudes and thank you to mr chris fresh for coming on and killing it we really appreciate you coming on and we had a great time 
like always. And this time you can't make excuses that I didn't send you back. I hope you went back and looked at your DMs, Chris Fresh, because you would have seen that you fucked up on that one, not me. So hopefully you can come back very, very soon. And you can check out our YouTube page where we react and do quick reviews of things like the Spider-Man, Far From Home trailer, the what ifs, the bad batches, all kinds of stuff in pop culture. I even sent a message to Les today. I said, we need to be ready for the Jurassic Park 6 trailer because people love that shit. So get ready, Les. Oh, I'm ready. And I love the fact that you said Jurassic Park, not Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic Park 6. That's That's what it is. I've been very much into Jurassic Park because Malik is is into dinosaurs and I watched the animated series, which is pretty shitty, but I've watched every episode. (laughs) Wait, you didn't Uh, like... Are you talking about... uh, Camp Camp Cretaceous? Yeah. Dude, that show is so well done. Yeah. There's a lot of drama. It's... (laughs) My wife loved it, man. It's it's good. Hey, Malik loved it. Don't I'm let Raj tell you otherwise. That sh- that is a good show. It is really really well done animation wise too. There's a there's a scene where they they're zip lining from one end to another. That's what zip lines do. And <laughs> wow, the big dinosaurs wow. are right, right above. And the sh- the animation is in the 360 that uh, swivel that they do. It's phenomenal. See, but my my thing is, is nobody has a problem with these children hanging out with these dangerous dinosaurs are going to eat them and everybody's just fine it's Jurassic park six i guess part 6.1 6. yeah is this in between it's the bad batch of Jurassic park yeah is this in between uh was it uh Jurassic world one and two or what when when is this canon wise i don't know because i didn't pay attention um but it looked cool i was on my phone malik will tell you though tomorrow so check it out. If you like if you like dinosaurs and you like Jurassic Park World, please check it out. You'll love it. Uh, Camp Krusty or something is what it's called. <laughs> Isn't that where that's, Bart and the kids took over? Yep. Camp Lord Krusty. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Speaking of things that people like, like Boo like this, Free Guy was number one again at the box office, $18.5 million. Well done, Free Guy. Did anybody else go watch it? I tried to convince Lorena. She's, she would love it. I told her. She would love it. I'm, telling, I, I'm going to definitely see just, it. Just shake the, uh, the, the, the flavor powder thing for the popcorn in front of her and she'll go. Yeah, guys. It would be like catnip. Yeah. How about this, Araj? I'll bring the – I have my own flavored popcorn powder and I'll make up for it by buying double popcorn and we'll go see Free Guy with one. Wait a minute. You made your own? No, I, I – well, oh, we that. have. Trust me, dude. We have there's seventy-five a, of them. Stash, yeah. Let me tell well, you I'll why. Pay for, I'll pay for double the popcorn since I ate it all when we watched. Uh, there you go. He's trying to make amends. That is true. But uh, the reason we have seventy-five of those flavored uh, seasonings is because every time we go to theater, she goes, "Oh my god, I forgot it." So yeah. we have to end up buying one for two bucks. Can't go wrong. It's a racket. I use that it, stuff for everything now, man. Well, yeah. What's your take on that favorite uh, seasonings? You guys down, King Tom? Are you down for the flavored seasonings? I've popcorn? never used it. It's oh, amazing. Really? It is a real. They have a bunch of different flavors. Mine's Parmesan, uh, white cheddar. I love that one. That's uh, good. Which one? You so uh, I'll usually just do the kettle corn one. But uh, yes. what is it? Yes. My, no, no, no. But wait a minute, Les. You would like this. You do the kettle corn and the caramel. Tastes just like pancakes. Buttery oh. pancakes. I swear. This is wow. Yeah. See this. Yeah. See the. the uh, was a friend of mine showed me this. I was shocked. You're eating popcorn 
But you, if you close your eyes, you're like, this is like crunchy pancakes. Oh, and there's butter on the popcorn. Oh my yes. god! Oh my god, I work out, dude. Yes. Oh, there we go incredible. again. There we go again. Where's yeah. Randy? Where's that? Thank God he works out. Gonzalez Gons is back. McGee over here. Oh, Gonzalez. God, he works out. That oh. means it works now. The oh. nickname sticks. It's over. Less Gonzalez. Gonzalez is here. Thank God I work out because yeah. I'm big and I love my body. Yeah. I have to walk sideways through doors. Eric, are you a seasoning guy? Eh, I could take it or leave it. Sometimes it's great, but it it borders too much on like kettle corn at that point. And I agree. I agree. That I stuff is corn. trash, man. I don't like kettle what? corn either. I'm more of a salty like Parmesan. What the fuck? No, come on now. Kettle yeah, corn not, is amazing. I'm not into kettle corn, especially when it's fresh. It's nice and warm right after they they just toss it in the caramel and everything. See, I think it's pretty apropos that a lot of times whenever they sell kettle corn, they'll put it in big bags that make it ready to just throw right in the trash. I think that's, <laughs> that's really handy. The thing is, if you have kids, though, half the and you're at the zoo, half of that bag ends up on the ground. That's true. Ah, yes. That's the true. way they like, you know, I have like a, that thing like savages. I, I, have a, <laughs> savages. I have like an eating disorder with popcorn in movie theaters. I every time I try to uh, get one, you in my, miss. I miss, and, and on the floor there's tons of it. But if I'm like at home, are you a child? Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Well, whatever. Free guy was number one, eighteen point five million. Paw Patrol, the movie, thirteen point one million. That's pretty damn good. Jungle Cruise still doing well, six point three. Don't breathe, five point one million. And respect, three point eight million. Despite a handful of splashy, star-studded new releases. Ryan Reynolds' two-week-old action comedy, Free Guy, held the top spot over the weekend. So there you go. And I saw Paw Patrol. You did not. I did. How was it? It was pretty good. I went by myself. No, you didn't. (laughs) I I thought you were serious. I'm like, is he fucking Paw Patrol? Give you a fucking pickle. (laughs) I'll give you a pickle of glasses. Yeah, you're about to put me on a fucking registry. That's what you're going to do. Yeah. For the people that don't know what the hell I'm talking about, back in the day, I think I talked about this in like episode four. I went to Disneyland to find my friends when I, I had a season pass. Were they children? No, they weren't any children. My friends were there and they were out of town friends. So they were having a great old time at Disneyland. I go to Disneyland because I have an annual pass. I said, I'm going to go meet you. An so, annual pass? An annual pass, not an annual pass. But oh. that's a really oh. good. That's a good segue because that's what I think people thought I was there for because. I couldn't find them, so I sat in mainstream, bought myself a massive pickle. I had these fucking aviator glasses. I sat by myself. I'm eating my pickle, and then I noticed, like, what are you doing, you creeper? There's a bunch of kids walking by, and you're by yourself eating a pickle with aviator glasses, just staring at people walking by on Main Street. So I got up. Did you have a jacket over your lap? (laughs) No. But I got up, and I walked out and went home because I felt so, so creepy. So that was my story about Disneyland and me being a creeper. So that's Dis- what I was referring to. Walt Disney would be disappointed. Walt Disney had a hard on right behind me. Yeah, because Mickey's nose or Mickey's nose. finger or something. Yes. Yeah. If you're well, if you're if you ever come down to Disneyland and you go through Main Street, if you make a left on uh to Adventureland, you turn around right before you get into Adventureland and look at the statue, Walt Disney's penis is erect like a champion. He's got a smile on his face because he's standing next to Mickey and Mickey's nose is pointing straight up. And and you can't see Mickey, but you just see Walt Disney schlong. He's happy of how much money he's making with everybody coming through the gate. Dis- Disney peeps are coming to drag you down, dude. You yeah, I know. And our shirts have been taken down again. <laughs> exactly. 
Oh, did we start the podcast yet or no? No, we're just dicking around. It yeah. doesn't feel like it. No, no it sure doesn't. doesn't feel like it. Did anybody watch anything good other than Boo and Paw Patrol? Brittany and I have been on a uh, like a World War II history kick. We finished the Pacific. Oh, okay. That was that's really good. Not as good as uh, Band of Brothers, but it is still fan fucking tastic. You watch Pearl Harbor? No, that's next. The the last one we I saw when we were in the house in the movie room, it was very loud. Was the Midway? Midway. Yeah. It was garbage. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that that movie kind of says the characters. I'd rather awful. play fucking Call of Duty World War Two. Yeah. Back in the day. So nobody else watched anything else. No? Okay. Well, we started the Sopranos. Oh, wait, hold on. Time out. <laughs> yeah, sorry about wait, that. Time out. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> wait a minute. You guys started the Sopranos? We did, yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's one of the best shows ever. Oh, I, I, I want I want what you think so far. Uh, it's good. It's good. What is it? It's starting to show its age a bit. Okay. It's starting to show its age a bit. You're trying to kill a spider. Sorry, I'm trying to kill a spider. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that was on the podcast. <laughs> um, no, but the yeah, no, the show's good so far. We're only one episode in, I think, one or two. I think it's one. And it's starting to show its age in the second episode, huh? <laughs> yeah, pretty quick. But no, but it's it's interesting the 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 aspect of you know th- these guys are legit fucking gangsters oh, yeah. but they're family people uh-huh. and the 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 two world thing that they have going on so much where they're like no we're not gangsters anymore i i, I work in waste management just completely no need to be flaunted or anything like that right. they, they they're, they're tr- purposely 100% trying to hide it Oh, they, absolutely. Yeah. So, so that was interesting to me because you, you think that they would want to be boastful about it. Like, no, fuck that. No. We want to be as quiet oh, yeah. and as missing as possible. And I like how it has the real world aspect because in the first one, he gets pissed. He's like, what do you want to be like Henry Hill yep. snitch on us? That's I was right. like, oh shit. So this is a, they're self-aware of where they are, what they are, yeah. when they are. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I, I dig it so far. Um, yeah. Just one episode in, but yeah, it's, it's a legit. Sorry. <laughs> it's a legit gangster show and, I, and i'm excited to see more yeah <laughs> yeah no I, I, that's great i'm glad i'm so glad that you're watching yeah you and Brittany. yes fantastic she likes it yeah so, yeah yeah she, it, she likes it's only gonna get better good it's such a great show and that now you're gonna be all about the movie that's coming out yes. the prequel all right kylo get us some star wars stuff well like Raj mentioned we got a trailer for the long-awaited lego Skywalker Saga game, and it's time for Eric's Star Wars report. This there's been a couple different release targets for this thing, and neither one of them have happened. And now we got an actual trailer with gameplay, and it looks really cool. And there's a lot of dialogue in it that, oh, do we watch you, it, uh, Eric? I haven't seen it. Sure, man. Ooh, have you seen it? it? I've seen it, yes. It's Less, one of those things it? where you sort of forget no. how much okay. you love Star Wars. And oh, then okay. you hear something like this, and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, ooh, that sounds like Haas. But okay, let's do this. Yeah, let's buddy. do Lego Star Wars. Haven't seen it. Very excited. Here we go. Promise. Promise me you will train the boy. Yes, master. I was once a Jedi Knight, the same as your father. Oh, how did my father die? Uh, uh. 
Ready are you? What know you of ready? Oh, the rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. This is gonna be tough. Reach out. Favorite part. Oh. Oh wow. Even right. seeing it in Lego form, uh, some of those yes, scenes exactly. and the music, yeah. and more on the, the music boy later. Has no patience. Oh, hang he on, not ready. I am ready. I, Ben, I, I can be a Jedi. Ben, tell him I'm ready. No. Oh gosh, that looks so cool. Yeah, they, they, they showed the scene where Ray jumps the Tie Fighter. The uh, yeah. Kylo Sci Fighter, mm-hmm. and that brought me right back to him the first time we saw it at Celebration mm-hmm. right now. It was so weird. Oh, that's so cool. Even in Lego form. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. What does that mean? That that the Force Awakens music always gets me, though. Me too. Me too. That's what I said. That's my favorite they, trailer music. They could put that for Star on, Wars on top of Fuck Tenet, and I would watch. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, man! Godzilla. We, Godzilla. Oh come on now, Henry you know, and I have been looking. Henry and I have been looking forward to that game since it was announced, and the fact that we still don't have it's a bummer. But I, I'm, I'm wondering when we talked about this in the production meeting a little bit, if the length of time that's gone by since the rise of Skywalker and the hype behind the end of the Skywalker saga, and this is lego star wars the skywalker saga what that will do to potential sales because mm. I, I but you know who knows i don't know what kind of numbers they do with these games anyway but i'm gonna buy it regardless but and they're definitely putting it out at this point whether they think they'll sell very many of them or not because of the sheer amount of money they've put into it they've got to get some <laughs> of it back but it looks so good man i really hope it catches on and that a lot of people play it i one thing i've always wanted them to do and i don't know i can't remember if there's plans for this is to have an online co-op for the lego games because you can do two player on like like a couch co-op but you know, it splits a screen in half and, or actually, no, it doesn't always do it. It's if you're close together, it brings us back to one screen. And as you move, it'll dynamically split apart, which is pretty cool. That is cool. And it, but it's, it's jarring at first. It takes a little bit to get used to because it splits it dynamically where <laughs> sometimes it's side by side and it'll swivel over to where it's diagonal or one above the other. Right. But uh, to have it be uh, across the network, that would be really cool because then both people are experiencing it in full screen. It'd be something. But anyway, I don't know that they're going to do that. But speaking of music, man, let's talk about real quick the 
Disney gallery colon the Mandalorian colon whatever the making of the season finale of season two with the like the effects that went behind Luke Skywalker and all that. The reason I say the music is one of the things they mentioned specifically is that no point did they use any John Williams cues in the show uh, in this episode until the second that Luke pulls the, the hood up and you hear like the binary sunset right. version of the force theme and uh, like how moving that was and what that did to you and how John Williams is the master. <laughs> he really yes. is the master. What'd you guys think of that thing? I mean, I- I'll give you my take on it. I felt like they were sort of hitting you over the head with deep fake with the technology that was available right then. They said that probably a thousand times is what it felt like, like trying to make a point, you know, of all the thing at the, the guy who fixed it with the deep, I felt like they were sort over, of over speaking against that or speaking about that a little much, you know, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it sure felt that way. I haven't got to see it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, so I didn't see it yet, but I've heard some great things about it. Uh, King Tom, you saw it? Yeah, I thought other than the uh, overemphasis on the this is deep fake plus or, or whatever, I could have done without that whole conversation. I thought it was it was very well done, and I'm I'm kind of glad we didn't get you know f- another five or ten minutes tacked on to the one that we got back in December. I'm glad that this stood on its own because you mm-hmm. can tell. Um, not only all of the thought that went into it and, you know, making it look like it was, I was they, they made it look like it was someone else and all the thought work that went into that, but also, you know, Mark Hamill was part of it and all of the excitement about working with him and actually having him be part of it. I thought that was really cool. And I'm, yeah, I, I don't think we needed to wait this long for it, but I'm glad it wasn't part of that because they said something like this during the show. The more people who knew about it, it would have been spoiled. Oh, and other sure. things last season were spoiled, but that was not. Yep. And yeah. that was a big one. Could you imagine? Oh, yeah. The, the fact that they were able to hold that in. And Mark Hamill addresses it very specifically. He's talking about just anybody that could have done it. People, mm-hmm. you know, working on color correction in an editing lab, anything. And the fact that it wasn't in, and I will say while I've enjoyed the spoiler culture a bit here and there, the, I have not been emotionally floored the way I was with the very first episode of season one with the reveal of the baby and the very end of the season finale of season two, because I hadn't been spoiled and it, it popped. It really, really it sure did. did. It sure did, man. It, that was that was an emotional, emotional moment. I kind of because I've been into the Thrawn book so much right now. I, I kind of bummed out that I know Thrawn is going to be in the live action, and, and they've already like they've spoiled it for us that he's going to be. In, like I would have shit if I would have saw Thrawn and if I could hear his voice. Oh man, I mean, I'm not comparing Thrawn to Luke, but mm-hmm. it would have been super cool to end an episode and just seeing his red eyes and blue skin. Oh man. It was so awesome. Well, one, of the, 
one of the things they talk about is, are like the techniques that went behind this and not just the visual, but the audio. And it's very interesting how they did that and the software that they use and the capability of it. And, you know, one of the things that Favreau talked about in this is how it is definitely going to happen probably sooner rather than much, much later that it will be indistinguishable of what people are able to do with like deep fake technology and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing and how there's a real potential for that to be used in very bad ways. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's, that's, that's something to think about while the very technology that they use to make the stuff we enjoy could really, really turn everything on its head. And if you talk to some crazy people, it already has. Right. Uh, I can't wait to see it. I mean, yeah. So less, it, uh, Boo, you guys didn't see it? No. No, not yet. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. It was very good. Very yeah, I good. can't wait. Uh, so Kevin Feige was doing an interview with Collider or the dude from Collider. I don't know that it was necessary necessarily for Collider, but the subject of his Star Wars film came up and he, they were talking about, you know, that's in development. And when they asked him if it was going to be tied to something that we know, or if it's going to be solo, I don't know if he misunderstood or if he was just trying to be funny, but he said, it's not about Han Solo and he's definitely not in it. All right. So sweet. That Nailed sounds it. like a, when uh, Larry Kasdan, they asked him at one of the um, celebrations, if you know, it's going to, if it's the staff of Darth Plagueis and he's like, who's Darth Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't hear it, but it sounds exactly like that. Yeah. That is my brand of humor right there, man. Yeah. It's just cool that he's he's getting it already though. He said it's it's he's uh they're starting to think about it, right? They're starting to yeah. write it. Uh I yeah, yeah I it. that's yeah. Yeah. That's the vibe I got. But um, so that's cool, and it's not about Han Solo. So there you go. Take it for what it is. It sure would be nice for them to you know, do other things anyway. So, but speaking of doing other things anyway, the high Republic, this era that we've had no prior introduction to besides this current media push, there is an audio drama that is coming out. Now that's all it is. This it's not available in any other form. Is that correct? King Tom? I believe so for the, you know, they, they've been putting out scripts like maybe a year later or so for the, the two they've done. Uh huh. But for this one, it's just the audio drama right now. Yeah. Awesome. And I, be- I believe there's a sample of it out there. I have not listened to it. I haven't either. But yeah. it's Kevin Scott wrote this thing. And uh, the art looks neat. And it might, I'm not an audiobook guy. I understand the appeal. But I know from experience that there will be things I have to go back and listen to over and over because I'll drift off thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. And so I've always stuck with, you know, print, but if this is the only format it's available in, I'll, I'll listen to it. And I hope it's better than the last one I listened to. (laughs) Do, do what? Yeah. I'm a, I'm definitely into the audio books, but am more into the audio, the drama. So I can't wait for this. This is super cool. 
And I appreciate the effort that Lucasfilm puts into their audiobooks with the sound effects, the music, even though sometimes the music makes no sense. Like they put um, the love theme from Attack of the Clones during a battle scene when I was listening today. And I was like, because they love to fight. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck you guys do? Um, but whatever. But I, I just appreciate this, the sound effects and, and uh, all that stuff. But the, the audio dramas, cause the, the, uh, the Dr. A- uh, Afro one was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, cool. I keep forgetting to go and listen to that. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. Well, I will have to check that out then. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, I mean that's cool. I'm behind on reading the High Republic books and shame on me because like the one I'm working on right now is Kevin Scott's most recent novel and it's really good. I just don't make time to read. But uh I suspect this will probably be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Now how long are is it planned to be? I know that some, you know, audiobooks can be pretty lengthy <laughs> recording wise. How what's the expected runtime of this thing? And do you happen to know, King Tom? I don't know, but the other ones have have been a few hours. The, the other audio dramas, the Afro yeah. one's about three, and the yeah. audiobooks themselves are about nine to ten, or if not more. Yeah, the Count Dooku one, the audio drama. Um, I feel like it was about 38 hours long. <laughs> I haven't um, listened to that one, dude. Well, I mean, it felt like that. It yeah. probably wasn't, though. It this, did this, do something. This that one, one that I'm listening to, the, the audiobook, I don't want it to end. I'm The Alliance one is so cool. Oh, that, that's, that's fun when that happens. Man. Yeah. I love that yeah. when that happens in a book. But uh, for me, that's kind of been few and far between. But maybe right. it's because I'm just not reading as much. But uh, I one thing they did cool with that Dooku audio drama, I can't even remember the name of it now. The story itself had some intriguing aspects in it. Just the execution fell a little flat for me. Mm-hmm. But it started and ended with Ventress mm-hmm. saying a, a, a thing. And it really fit on both ends. I I thought it was I thought it was pretty pretty cool pretty cool, cool. take but yeah uh, as far as other Star Wars stuff this isn't something we had talked about ahead of time but I do want to say man a lot of people have you'll hear them saying what the hell was that uh, <laughs> n- that's not what you hear them saying <laughs> super loud notification through my internal speakers it's like uh, stop that but uh, you'll you'll hear them saying that like the popularity has waned and nobody's buying the toys and all this and that. But I can tell you this, the, the, like the black series figures and the other stuff that I want, they're super hard to get. Somebody's sure as hell buying them. And, uh, I think that that's good. I think that that's healthy for star Wars. I mean, sure. There's other stuff where it's a swing of miss as far as, moving the product but like the thing i'm thinking of specifically right now it's and it's most of it's been stuff from the mandalorian so take that as you will but um the wrecker six inch black series figure i've seen pictures where they've there's a ton of them on the shelf at a target but then like gamestop can't fulfill the pre-orders oh wow so i mean it's somebody's buying that stuff. And I, I'm glad, I'm glad for that because, you know, toys are something that has always, they've had a special place in my heart, you know, and to see 
some of them fading away or yeah. Yeah. Cause when that happens, what that equals is, is they'll stop making them. Right. And I don't want that to happen because there, there are, there is some really cool stuff, but so yeah, that's all I got, man. I don't have anything else. All right, man, man. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, King Tom, it looks like you had something about Star Wars. There was this thing um, about with uh, Thandy Newton today. Oh, did you uh, hold on? Let me. I, I did not. And I also last week we didn't talk about John Boyega came out and said that he definitely would beat another Star Wars project if Kathleen Kennedy and and uh, Abrams was involved. We've talked oh. about that though. He's come yeah. out and said that officially a handful of times. Oh, has he? Oh, he said, yeah. That. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we were talking about the possibility of John Boyega having a, a Disney Plus series. Right. And, and my joke was, well, will it be about Finn or will it be about John Boyega? Is it a Star Wars thing or just, you know, something else? <laughs> but because one of the things he had said in an interview earlier on was something about you're not going to Disney Plus me. Yes, something along those that. lines. Yes, but that. but now when you see what it's turned into, I think a lot of people have changed their tune on yeah. that. Right. Please and for good reason. Me. I mean, it's <laughs> right. it's a different avenue for streaming has the landscape of it has changed. And Absolutely. I think that's pretty rad, uh, especially for somebody like me who for a, a time standpoint, being able to get out and go to the movies to consume stuff is kind of impractical at yeah. times. And so to have inner, not that I expect every movie to be released on streaming at the same time. I don't do not think that's the way to go, but to be able to have such quality as like the Mandalorian and the Marvel series thus far, I, that's something I never thought I would see. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what was the other thing, King Tom? Okay, so um, this is a little bit of a lengthy quote. Thandie Newton is uh, promoting her upcoming film, Reminiscence, and spoke with Inverse. Um, And she said, I felt disappointed by Star Wars that my character was killed. And actually, in the script, she wasn't killed. It happened during filming, and it was much more just to do with the time we had to do the scenes. It's much easier just to have me die than it is to have me fall into a vacuum of space so I can come back sometime. Um, then she go on to say that's ori- originally what it was that the ex- that the explosion and she falls out and you don't know where she's gone. So I could have come back at some point, but when it came to filming, as far as I was concerned and was aware, when it came to filming that scene, that it was just that it was too huge a set piece to create. So they just had me blow up and I'm done. But I remember at the time thinking this is a big 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 mistake, not because of me, not because I wanted to come back. You don't kill off the first black woman to ever have a real role in Star Wars movie. Like, are you fucking joking? Ooh, she has a great point. Yeah, yeah I, she's not I, wrong. I thought the only mistake of that movie, well, I love that movie, but I thought killing her off was a huge mistake, character-wise, story-wise, and obviously her point of killing off the first African-American or black woman to uh, have a major role in Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that's a great point, Thaddy. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wonder cool. if Lord and Miller have an opinion on that. Uh, yeah. Although they can't say anything. And, but and Lord and Miller's script probably had her living. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's and sad when, that they can't say anything. Right. Yeah. When they talk about the time that they had to film the scene, I suspect that's because of all the reshoots they had to do. Mm-hmm. And if that hadn't happened, would it have been different? The thing is, man, I feel like going up to this point, the idea of uh, Lord Miller doing a Star Wars movie and getting it getting out of hand, I can totally see that being a thing. Mm-hmm. I love what they did with like, especially the Lego properties. Those have been really, really good movies. I've loved them. It, they're hilarious. The direction of it is is very well done. But the concept of having something even remotely similar to that happening in Star Wars didn't seem particularly palatable. But I wonder if when Taika Waititi's movie comes out, if people start to say, well, if that had happened first, Lord Miller's take on Solo wouldn't have been nearly the problem it was perceived to be. Because Ah. they're not going to shut Taika down. They're not. No, and, no, no, that's not happening. And so with him being able to have a little more freedom, would that have paved the way for what Lord Miller were trying to do? Probably. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Great point. And also but, a great point by Newton. Yeah, no, she's 100% yeah. right. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Can you mm-hmm. talk? Yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm sure, I mean, a lot of people had an issue when you were watching that scene and things are going on all of a sudden, boom, she's just gone like that yeah like yeah i couldn't like, believe it actually wait hold like, on a second huh yeah but no yeah. no you don't do that and and she's right like to have a black woman in the lead role and everybody's impressions i'm sure were the same as mine is like oh this chick's badass mm-hmm. she's yeah. she's a gangster like she's a legit gangster we get to see some gangster shit in star wars and what hut five minutes later yeah everything goes askew and what happens boom she's gone yeah, yeah like, I couldn't believe it when it happened huh? on the theaters. Like, yeah, didn't didn't imagine that. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this is the crew that we could fall in love with. This is a crew that we could definitely enjoy watching her own Woody Harrelson, own Beckett here and there, and just no, no. And everybody's like, so yeah, uh, yeah. She should true. be frustrated. She should say something. It just sucks that it yep. took this long. But then right. again. Timing is, you know, there's a reason she decided to say something now, too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she had her reasons. Well, thank you guys for uh, doing the Star Wars stuff there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we uh, want to do a quick moment of sound. Uh, unfortunately, one of the legendary musicians that we've ever had, Charlie Watts, passed away, the legendary drummer from the Rolling Stones. He died at the age of 80. Uh, the hospital, his hospital announced his death and his publicist announced it. There's no details of what exactly happens as of right now, as far as I know. Uh, but it's a huge loss. I, uh, I got the pleasure to see, and I was fortunate enough to see them three times. And I always, uh, I always couldn't believe how much he put out with the, the amount of effort that it looked like he was actually playing. He always had a smile on his face and he was just sitting there with a really small drum kit. You know, my, one of my favorite bands is Rush. So I see Neil Peart with a massive amount of drums. And I, I mean, I love that to death. But then Charlie Watts does it with like four drums, like snare drums. And, and he's just sitting there smiling, same expression on his face, doing his thing. But the sound is amazing. Um, and I wanted to read a quote from Keith Richards from back in 1979. He said, and he talked to Rolling Stone 
magazine about this. Everybody thinks Mick and Keith are the Rolling Stones. If Charlie wasn't doing what he's doing on drums, that wouldn't be true at all. You'll find out that Charlie Watts is the Stones. So I wanted to uh, put that there. Eric, uh, you being a musician, uh, you want to talk a little bit about Watts? Well, to be honest with you, man, the Stones were have never been one of my favorite bands. But okay. um, as far as like his drumming goes, I really like how you talk about it because um, there's something to be said for like this minimalist approach, but where you do a ton of playing. And a friend of mine, um, Jim Reynolds, and the, the only reason I mention him is because I want people to hear his name. He he died. Uh, it's really sucked man you know about 15 or more years ago he was that way he would come to rehearsal with a kick drum a snare drum maybe one tom and hi-hat and you didn't miss anything else the guy just did it and it was really tremendous and that's kind of the vibe you get the way they're talking about charlie watts in this case and let's face it whether you're a big fan of the stones or not you can't deny the impact and the longevity and uh the resilience of something like that so that that is a loss to the music community for sure yeah absolutely and we were planning couldn't go to see the stones this year at sofi stadium here in la but i didn't know that he already had planned not to tour this year because he had a procedure done and the procedure went success it was successful and everything uh, maybe he had some complications i guess we'll find out in the next couple of days but he lived a great life, and um, yeah, thank you, Charlie Watts, for let me let me ask you this, okay? Yeah, with the Stones, are are they still recording records? Are they, they writing new music? Yes, they are. Even during COVID, they put out yeah. a, a song called "Ghost Town." I think it was called. It's like less. It came out right after everyone went into lockdown. I think. yeah, and it yeah, was like May or really, April, and it was really good. Like I, I gave up on the stones after steel wheels, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. I went to that tour. It was good. It was all right. But I mean, I, I just don't listen to the new stuff. They're old, old, early stuff. I love like she's a rainbow and, and things like that. I think it's just, they're just amazing. But, and, and going to see them at a young age and being in a stadium and seeing them perform, they're phenomenal. I mean, they're, they're what you want in a stadium band. Um, but um, yeah, I, I just haven't listened to a lot of stuff, but I did get to listen to that um, the new song during COVID, and it was on Spotify, and then Spotify gave me a notification, and it was pretty good. I was really impressed with that song, and Charlie Watts is on that song, by the way, which is really cool. But yeah, Eric, you're right. The longevity that is tough to do. It's tough to sell out stadiums at the age of eighty, mm-hmm. and that's what they're all doing still. Yeah, dude. It's tough to do it anytime. It's, it's tough to sell out. I mean, Eric, it's tough to sell out a club, right? With 300 Oh, people. my God, dude. Right now, music, music, the music industry is, is having a tough time. Yeah. You'll see shows that are just banging, but you'll see other things that are really struggling. It, and on a very small scale, one of the bars that we've played at as Throw the Horns, we've always done very well there to where – like so well that the staff would fight over who got to work because they knew they were going to clean up. And I just talked to the owner. I ran into him at home Depot and he was telling me because band nights suck. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how long I can keep this up and I hate hearing. And just real quick, man, 
something I found really interesting. Um, a musician that from here in the St. Louis area who has done some really big things, man. I mean, he actually auditioned for Guns N' Roses when uh, they had the band that isn't the, you know, this band. And uh, he, he's amazing. But he was talking about how people are getting bent over the prospect of bands requiring like their shows where everybody has to be proof of vaccination. Oh yeah. 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 Right. And I understand why that's a sore spot, man. And I'm not here to argue this or that, but most, in most cases that you're seeing it, it is the band deciding that. And when you think about it, they're like, listen, these people have been out of work for a long time and the close proximity that proximity that you live in, when you're on tour, I mean, I've done small regional tours, man, where, you know, we didn't have this crew of 30 people, but you're stuck together. And if one person goes down there, it's going to be like dominoes. Yep. And suddenly not only are you back to not making money, you owe these venues money because of the cancellation. And suddenly any money you made leading up to those days is now gone because you're trying to shovel yourself out of this thing. And I mean, you, I'm sure that they're all trying to write uh, contingencies into their contracts for this. Right. But I mean, when you think about the realities of that, that's huge. Uh, Trans-Siberian orchestra, you know, that I'm have traditionally been way into them. They're working on putting a tour together and it looks like it's probably going to happen, but what's the vaccination policy going to be? Because they have a crew a, a huge crew that travels and they're stuck together shoulder to shoulder all the time. Right. And if a third of them get sick, they're screwed. Oh yeah. And you're talking about this multi-million dollar production that is suddenly shut down and stuck on the road, not bringing in any money. Right. King Tom, didn't River say, uh, say something about that to you? Yeah, um, he's he was very caught. You know, when when we were indoors, we met in his ho- in his uh, hotel lobby. He was masked, and f- for the first part of the walk, he he wore it, and he was saying that, like Eric was saying, if if someone comes comes down with COVID, test positive, they have to quarantine. I think one of the members of Fallout Boy tested positive, and it, it wasn't Pete Wentz; it was one of the other band members. So mm-hmm. they were able to get a replacement, but for Weezer. If he's if he's out because of COVID, Weezer's out, and they're on this big tour with two other giant bands, and you know Weezer, their people wouldn't be making money off of that, even yep. if the show went on. Um, and like Eric said, and I think for the tour they're on now, you know, this tour was arranged more than two and a half years ago, so I don't think they had the contingencies, in, and a lot of these shows were delayed a year, so they wouldn't have had the contingencies in place. Um, that I think they're putting into the, to a lot of the show contracts now. Right. So they, they are very cautious about that. Yeah. Yeah. If rivers goes out or if Billy Joe from green day, they're yeah. headlining yeah. thing, right? If he goes out, you can't replace them. So not right. only are they done, their crew's done, their crew's family is going to get affected because they're not making money. It's, it's crazy. It yeah. It's yeah. just layers deep. And I'm going to tell you right now, people have no idea what it takes to put on a show right. of any size that's touring. Right. The number of people deep affected by it is Great. pretty wild. 
And I know it's easy to think about just the band, but when you're thinking about all the mouths to feed in, I, and frankly, the people who uh, put these things together, that's what keeps them up at night is they genuinely worry about the people. There's such a family uh, like camaraderie among those groups of people. Some of my friends are like tour with as guitar techs for, for major acts and the family aspect of it and the way they care about each other and what's paying their bills at home. And the people who are at home missing these people and keeping the household going so that these people can go out and do this. They're like the unsung heroes of all this. And it would take nothing for that to instantly be shut down. Right. And if you don't know how many people work on a tour next concert, you go to an arena or a stadium, just wait and sit half an hour to an hour after the show. And you'll see how many people are actually working on that show. It's insane. And here's something a lot of people don't realize a lot of the, crew that you see at big shows are local they're yep. local they're local uh like they're the union typically or if they don't actually have a union it they operate like they do and these guys have been out of work because what they do is they're the ones that are load in or spotlights or any of that stuff at these venues and that's what they thrive on that's what they survive on is doing all this and yeah, it's it, it's so many people, man. Right, that's crazy. And and then even even including the back office. Oh yeah, that's not the administrative not. stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely crazy. But anyway, yeah, I hope I love that live music is happening. Yeah, I do too. I got a, a festival that first festival since COVID at the end of September, right before I go to work. Very 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 excited about it. So hopefully that's still. Goes down. We got an email before we get into Boo Bits and before we get into What If. And finally, we'll finish it off with the Spidey trailer from OG Rob. Hey, guys, I just wanted to let you know that after last week's beer and pizza meetup, Les is back in my good graces. We all got to hang out with OG Rob, by the way, uh, the other night. Uh, Randy and I and Les and Sal. Uh, so I was, however, reminded that Araj still hasn't watched Highlander yet. So his status of being re- his status is being reevaluated. This is the equivalent of refusing a gift and in Asian culture, in the Asian culture, it's a big no-no. Oh, that's mm. not good. Sorry, mm. uh, Rob. Mm. You're, you're offending his ancestors. Yes, I apologize. Mm. But I haven't seen it because I don't have a DVD player and you got me a DVD. Send me a digital copy. What the hell? Wow. Now, also, now you're getting bougie, <laughs> I'm just buddy. kidding. I just, <laughs> <laughs> also reporting that I am two seasons into Rebels and really enjoying it so far. Oh, great. Oh, good. I, good. Had, I had cherry picked the shows featuring Ahsoka, so I had seen portions of the series, but honestly had no interest in watching all 74 episodes. Meeting and chatting with Sal Perales totally convinced me otherwise, and I'm glad I took the dive. Well, if you sit down with Sal Perales, you're going to watch every episode of Rebels, and Clone Wars, and probably Resistance, too. And then you're going to read all the books about every one of those characters. Rest in peace, Sonny Chiba and Charlie Watts, two icons of their field. Now, Sonny Chiba, if you guys don't know, great, great Japanese actor. And he was in the Kill Bill films. And he was uh, the one that... Uh, he was one with the uh, sword, right, Les? He's Hattori Hanzo. In the- Hattori Hanzo, that's right. But he's also a major martial arts 
legend. Yeah, guru. Yeah, huge, huge, huge. So you're right. Rest in peace. And Charlie Watts, we just talked about. Looking forward to hanging out with everyone on Saturday. Yeah, OG Rob's going to go to. Again, guys, if you are in the neighborhood in Southern California, in Northern California, please come by Scum and Villainy. Lumberjack Nick has set up a, a meet. And hang out there. So if you're healthy and you've gotten the vaccine, I guess, um, please uh, head on down and um, we'll see you at Scum and Villainy in Hollywood. Uh, let's see here. Eric and King Tom, I check orbits and you can get a round trip flight from St. Louis to LA for $141 and from Columbus for $239, just in case you didn't have any plans for this weekend. Stay <laughs> safe all. OG Rob. Oh, man. Dude, I, I would love to come to that. Here's, mm-hmm. here's a real sad story. But I mean, it's not sad, but it's it's super hot here right now. And I have two outdoor daytime outdoor gigs on Friday and Saturday back to back. And I played Friday and Saturday this last week. (laughs) Dude, when you talk about feeling your age, I had been at the old house working on moving on Friday up until it was time to leave for my gig and played and late night got home then did it all again on saturday and oh, oh my knees i'm so old i'm so <laughs> freaking old <laughs> oh man i love those old uh, those commercials of you turning into your parents oh those oh, are yeah. great oh those are the best and the best one is when the guy sits down and goes oh. did you hear groans that? did you get it? Yeah. that's me every time like i sit down yeah. and go, oh. absolutely all right. Well, a uh, boo bits. I think we're ready for him, boo. All right. Let me uh, let me unload my bits here. Yeah. Um, what is it? We're going to talk about uh, Spider Man uh, coming up. Yes. Uh, but just a little teaser. Uh, I'm sure everyone's seen the trailer by now. Mm. Why well, I me and everyone? Hundred million people in less than 24 hours. Yes. Uh, no. 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 Uh, 355 million people now in 24 oh, hours, dear. sir. Yeah. Holy hell. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Endgame in the same amount of time, 24 hours, 289 million. So I, when I mean everyone has seen this trailer, everyone has seen this trailer. So yeah. So yeah. So I thought it was great. We'll talk more about it later. You thought the trailer was great. It did. Oh, wow. That's it. Did. Spidey hater. Spider Man can suck it, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. How dare you? You know what I have? I have Malik's playlist on Spotify. And the Ramones version of Spider-Man's on there, and he loves it. Oh, God. He goes, watch out! Not like this. No, whatever. Whatever. Uh, speaking of trailers, but uh, the this is one that uh, only a few people have seen. The Matrix 4 trailer. The uh, trailer? Yes. It was shown at uh, CinemaCon in... Um, Cinema Blend? No. CinemaCon in, uh, in Vegas this, uh, this past uh, week. Oh. And it got a title. Uh, Matrix Erections. Oh, wait. No, that's Resurrections. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, everybody's back. Uh, not Disney everybody. Direction. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, is it called re-erections? No, resurrections. Oh. <laughs> re-erections, no. Because I'm getting a re-erection right now. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is back. Uh, Trinity's back. All that. So, yeah. So Trinity's back? Trinity's back, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a little synopsis on the opening of the trailer. It looks like Neo is back as, as Mr. Anderson, and he's having a therapy session. And he's talking about what I, I think he's having a dream or he's been having dreams or something like that. So, so we can't, we can't see this on YouTube. No, no, oh, it's, okay. it's, it's not published yet. So okay. only a few people have seen it. We have a title. 
and uh, a little bit of a snippet of the trailer. Okay. Or not snippet. Interesting. Is anybody interested in this? And anybody? Oh, I am. You a are? Ton, yeah. King Tom, you interested in this? Mm. No, no, not really. Yeah. Uh, less? I don't know. Uh, the first two were okay. Uh, yeah, first two know. were okay. The first one's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, dude. Know, but, um, first um, one, like, it was revolutionary. They changed the. It, yeah, yeah. Changed cinema a little bit there. Second it did. one's garbage. It, 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 garbage. It, it's a pinpoint. It is in cinema. Whereas it you have add, that, you have like it just uh, didn't end things art. well yes. by calling Neo an anomaly and oh that's it you're just a little blip and that's all. Yeah, yeah. So, I agree with that. Kind of let me down, so I don't know. The first one was phenomenal. Yeah, it was incredible. It just oh, blew yeah, your mind dude. from the from the get go. You're yeah. just like, whoa. Eric, are you interested in this one? Yeah, um, I I loved the Matrix, and I'll admit, man, it, the three was at times a tough oh, watch. It was. I, I the robots are cool. Or the little yeah, mech visually, suits. Visually, they were the cool. The mech suits. I was like, this is the shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was definitely some cool aspects yeah. to it, but I. Shit. Yeah. I wish, I don't know. It just, I, maybe part of it, it wasn't what I was expecting, you know, insert that, that old chestnut, but I wish it had been something different, but I did love the first one. I mean, it, that was one of those things. And I know this sounds dramatic, but it, it like broke my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, it was rad. The first one was, I'm telling you, it changed cinema. It did. It really did. It really did, yeah. and um, that's just the the filmic technique alone, the mm-hmm. technology they invented to make it work. Yeah, uh, the story itself, and you know, you want to talk about being woke, man. <laughs> that right. whole movie is the ultimate take on that, and yeah. I don't know. There, it it was very cool. The Wachowski sisters still involved in this? No. Oh, they're not involved. They're not involved. No, oh, no. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, the Wachowskis are out. But if you guys want to watch something really funny, look up Will Smith, The oh, Matrix. I saw, it. I saw it. It is a hilarious video be- because uh, the Wachowskis at that point had pitched this to Will Smith first. Yeah. And he talks about their pitch and his interpretation of it. It is so fucking funny. Yeah. It is. Oh, I highly recommend that. Out. So oh, look it's it up. Good. It is so yeah. funny. Oh, somebody man. tagged Steel and I on there. It is I so good. I, I actually, I, I have the video, Eric. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to the chat. It oh, is it's phenomenal. Fucking great. Yeah. yeah um, I'll see that. <laughs> uh, like I said, we're gonna talk about Spider Man later. This is a a different kind of Spider Man. Uh, Jim Shooter, who, uh, what is it? Uh, the writer for who, or who was a writer for Secret Wars. Um, Kevin Feige came to him hmm. and uh, contacted him and said, uh, Kevin Feige contacted Jim Shooter and said that they wanted to secure the rights for a live action Secret Wars adaptation. Oh. So this is a, this is a oh. quote from Jim Shooter. Yeah. Um, uh, so Shooter says, this means you're making a movie, right? Marvel, a.k.a. Kevin Feige, who's actually the one who talked to him. He's like, I'm not allowed to tell you that. And then Shooter's like, well, I think he just did. Oh wow! I, so when, what, Tom, what, do you what think? form? Less, what do you who think? knows? Yeah, it's well, just in the planning. I, I don't get why Marvel would have to ask him for the rights, considering they own it. They own it. The thing is, um, Shooter was a tremendous talent and helped Marvel 
to their boom in the 80s, but he's also a uh, tremendous egomaniac and he believes in a certain way of doing things. So if I had to guess, I don't think he's being entirely truthful about the story. In fact, I think he's trying to pull a uh, Nabu himself. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Because wasn't the Beyonder supposed to be based off of him? Yeah. Um, so the, the villain in Secret Wars is supposedly a, 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 a satire of him. Well, that's egotistical. Yeah, a, ver- <laughs> a version of him. Um, yeah, just like Les said, I'm guessing he's trying to look. I'm still important, you know, because he was like fired from Marvel. He went to another company. He got fired from that. Then he started up his own company and that crashed and burned. Um, and I'm just, I'm guessing he's just trying to make himself sound important because Marvel owns these stories and he was the consummate company man back when he was doing it. So of course he would have signed everything away. He maintains no intellectual property here. Right. I don't get why he would, you know, they would have to ask him permission. Well, you, what you're saying is he's not a straight shooter. <laughs> Good Lord. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, one thing I will say in certain aspects of business, and I don't know how Marvel roles. I, I, I've got no clue, but they will operate as separate entities for financial reasons to avoid takeovers and that sort of thing. And uh, to basically like a lot of it's for tax purposes. Mm-hmm. So there's a chance that from like the, the corporation that is the one that makes the movies is different, a, a different legal entity than the corporation that makes the comics. And so there may be some aspect there where they do have to, it's a permissive thing. And it, you know, at some point in the process, he may have uh, l- leveraged for the rights to the story because it meant something to him. But there's also the very, likely notion that it's just like look at me this will get people talking much like a certain butthole that has three first names that was talking again about the whole disney and the name of boba fett's ship being the fire spray and all this stuff it's just wanted to remind everybody i exist hello yeah oh yes 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 yeah i got a guy I got a guy. That's right. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. That was a great that was. That was. And it, the, the, the cool thing about that bit was that it was completely off the cuff and organic. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. It was, that was from a Bad Motivators episode, everybody, if yeah. you wonder what I'm talking about. But anyhow, blah, blah, blah. Continue your bit, sir. Oh, thank you. We talked recently about movies and theaters and how much money they're making. Well, Sony has sold Hotel Transylvania Transformia, Tran- Transformania, I think, uh, for $100 million to Amazon. That's it. That's how much they think the movie would be worth. Yeah, I saw them. that. I thought that was low, too. It is. Well, I think they might be right on it because, what is it? Movies are barely making over $100 million right now. So if they can get a $100 million check right oh, off yeah, the bat, so. done. They'll take it. Without having to do the promotional cycle. True. Bingo. True. Mm-hmm. Cost a ton of money. Yep. Yeah. And all that goes to uh, Adam Sandler anyway, so it's okay. Sandman. Yeah. So I I just hope that's not a continuing trend where movies are just skipping theaters and just going straight to a streaming thing and all that because that's a a dark sign. Not that Hotel Transylvania is going to be, you know, the... Those things are good, dude. They're they're funny. I saw the first one or two. They're pretty good. Yeah, no, they're funny, but it's, it's, it's nothing to write home about. 
Oh, man. And then something to write home about. So there's a lot of confusion about, uh, what is it, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Uh-huh. So there, it has been officially delayed to October 15th. Oh. Sucks, but whatever. Another delay. We live in the time of delays. Mm-hmm. But there's rumors that it's going to be delayed again till January 21st, 2022. Ugh. That's a rumor, though. There's an official uh, uh, statement that it is uh, delayed till October 15th. Okay. But there's a rumor you know, going all the way into the new year. We don't know yet exactly what the hell is going on. So oh, be prepared. But yeah, that's the overall idea that it fucking sucks. Yeah. Shit is just being moved around. That's shitty. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Something that it is part of my childhood tremendously shouldn't have been, but it was the Grand Theft Auto series. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful thing for, for a lot. Yeah, yeah for kids. That explains age. a lot. It does. It does. Yes. Awful, awful things. I have I have uh ran over many a hooker and collected my money. <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> done awful shit, yeah. With with many uh many tools and many weapons and things like that. Yes. Uh, so uh Rockstar is reportedly developing a GTA tr- uh, trilogy of Grand Theft Auto 3, Vice City, San Andreas remaster. Uh, for the games right. or the- all three games are going to be remastered. Uh, what is it? Uh, so they're going to be all on the new consoles, PC. So they're wow. going to be on the PS five, the Xbox, whatever it is now. X. I can't remember. Series sure. X. There you go. Series X PC and all that. And it's supposed to look incredible. There's been other, there's been other times where people have on their own, not, not a remaster, but kind of touched up how the original games look and they look incredible. So mm-hmm. if Rockstar has uh, put this to a separate company to do it professionally, it should be amazing. Sweet. Yeah, so that's yeah, what that touched my heart. It's yeah, about the, time that they do something like that because mm-hmm. they're just, you know, like you said, people, fans are doing it and the fan versions look good. Yeah. And people want that. You know, um, uh, what's their name? They release, they release, re-release new versions of Skyrim every few years. The game came mm-hmm. out 11 years ago and they still make a ton of money off of it. Really? You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's apparently the idea is that it would be in trilogy format only. Like it's not, you, you're not going to piecemeal each game, mm-hmm. but then also there's talk that it may possibly be a digital only release. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's, we'll see. Yes, we will see. Yeah. If it is oh, a and, digital and, only, which would suck a oh. lot, because that, that'd be massive games already. Yeah. And then you add on them being buffed up and touched up. So that's just a lot for your console to hold on to. But right. you have to download games now anyway, even if you have yeah, the disc. So, yeah, all the disc does once they start updates, like, um, speaking of updates, uh, Cyberpunk just had like a 70 gig update some ridiculous amount like that you you know as soon as they start updating a game it all becomes a download and your disc is merely your proof of license startup yeah Yeah, it's it's a way to enter the door it's it's the key to open the door and then you're like okay the rest is downloaded but the thought is too the rumor is is that should the GTA remastered trilogy perform well they'll do uh the original Red Dead Redemption Ooh. which I would love to see that and one of the thoughts is is because Red Dead Redemption 2 was a prequel to 1 yeah. is that it yeah. becomes a DLC for 2 that just continues the story in a string oh wow that'd be incredible 
That'd be cool. That would be amazing. Um, so I think everybody's excited for Shang Chi or Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Shang Chi coming out on the September third. Uh, I've had several people ask me, "Is it going to be on Disney Plus? You know, the exclusive premiere? You did, or is it going to be only in theaters?" It uh, it has been confirmed to only be in theaters. So if anybody's unsure or waiting to watch it in their in their house in their underwear, like I would have been, mm. no sir, go see it in the theaters. Go enjoy it. Go get some popcorn. Be safe. You know, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But if you want to see it, you're going to have to see it in theaters. Good. I want to see it in the theater. Me too. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. It looks badass. And I think that might be all. You've unloaded bits. a lot of bits there. I've, I've, I've been, I've been uh, stashing them for a while. Oh, wait. One more bit. Uh, I, I knew there was one in there uh, floating uh, around. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite bits in a while. Uh, just like the GTA one, something that touched my childhood. Cowboy Bebop. Oh, yeah. The anime I heard, series. I heard about that. Yeah. Anime series coming out on Netflix, coming out November 19th. No trailer or anything, but we got our first uh, images of the show. Looks in Anime series or live action? Or live action. Oh, no, it was an anime oh, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is okay. live action. Yeah, because I saw pictures of a live action. Yes. Thing. Yeah, looks amazing. Does it? Yes. Oh. All the characters look great. People you know, are, are complaining about Faye Valentine being clothed more than she is in the anime series. Right. That's Let's grow up, people. She's not going to look like that constantly. <laughs> uh, so people were even complaining about Ein because there's a corgi. There's a corgi that's on the ship with the with the with the crew. Adorable yeah. little corgi. People were like, Ein doesn't wear a leash, right? Get, come on, it's <laughs> what the fuck? That's what you're complaining about. But people are going to complain about anything, and also no Ed yet. We'll we'll see Ed soon enough, so you guys will be fine. So yeah, so that looks great. Cool. Can't wait to see it. And what, where is that going to be on? Netflix. Netflix. Netflix well on November nineteenth. So okay. super pumped about that one too. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah, that was I, my last bit. I, I got to see uh, Walking Dead episode one of, of the final season. Don't do that. I don't. I'm say not going to say anything. I'm yeah, just going to say that back. it was phenomenal. Okay. So they started off the last season really well. That's all I will say. And so I'm definitely watching it. Guys, let's jump into our last um, little segment here. And that's two things in the comic book TV movie news. And what if episode three came out yesterday? And I think last, what was it called? What if all the uh, superheroes died that we love or something? Like that? Or were lost or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> what if Earth, uh, something, Earth's, Earth's finest mightiest, heroes, Earth's mightiest heroes never mightiest heroes. assembled or something? Like that. Yeah, died. So uh, let me give you my quick take. Um, Eric, you haven't seen it. Are you okay with this little spoilery stuff? Oh, no? sure, man. Yeah, that's okay. totally fine. My, I appreciate you asking, though. Yeah, my quick take is that it wasn't as good as the first two. I really like the first one because I'm a really big first Avenger fan. But I think that this embodied everything what if is supposed to be. And I thought it was done well. The jokes were a little corny to me. I felt like I was watching Thor 2 again for a little bit. Um, but I loved the episode. I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. And it is a major like, oh shit. What if the Hulk blew up? Why do you have to bring that one up first? I will. Yeah, I why, why are you I looking heard, at me? There's, there's a couple people huh? in this room that think God the damn. Hulk is superior. Than you, you know, it's a touchy subject. You look like a little, you know, stainless puff dude blowing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I thought it was done really well. I, I love, I think less on our, uh, reaction video pointed out that, he likes that there's all these side actors are in it, uh, side characters that are in it that we know from the last 10 years of Marvel films, but they're bringing back the real voices. It was crazy. Seeing Michael, hearing Michael Douglas voice in an animated series was a little jarring because he's such an icon, 
Mm-hmm. I thought that was rad. You know what I mean? I th- thought all of those rad. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're listening to us, then, you know. Um, King Tom, what did you think, buddy? I liked it. The The concept was a little bit out there for me, um, just because m- most of the what-ifs that we're used to are like, what if so-and-so lost this thing that they, you know, a battle that they won? Or what if something went a different way? Not... It, you know, it's it's a bit tougher to see the ones that are, well, this character who's not even appearing did something else different, which created a butterfly slash domino effect. Right. Um, so once I realized where they were going or what the divergence point was, uh, it was a little, okay, okay, I had to wrap my head around that. But overall, I liked it. I didn't know where it was going until you had that reveal scene at the end. Again, I'm impressed by all the character um, or actor voices that they had. Uh, and yeah, I would, I would like to see a part two or where they go from here. Um, yeah, I would too. Because, because if they don't, it's, it's a bit of a downer. Right. Right. Especially with the ending like that. Yeah. Um, I called it when they talked about um, the injection, when they were putting the microscope, um, I said, Oh, it's, it's definitely, well, I'm not going to say, it cause I don't want to ruin it for any, well, yeah, I already, yeah. Kind of already ruined it a little, a little bit, bit, but, but what would you think? Yeah, no, I I thought it was great. Um, yeah, some of the jokes were were a bit much. I lo- I loved Colson in it. Colson's cool. Colson was awesome. great. Um, yeah, it, it was an interesting concept. Yeah, I agree with King Tom. It was a bit of a stretch at the start, but once you once it starts rolling, he gets into it. Um, I dug it a ton. And this is the first one. It's only three, but it is the first one where. I do want to see more. I would love to see this continue on for maybe like an hour or something like that. Just like another stretch. Cause I think you could create a whole nother thing after this, if you wanted to, you know, try not to spoil it for anybody. Right. But uh, yeah. So I, I, I thought this was the first one where I'm like, I really want to see more. I want to see, you know, part two mm-hmm. of what if I thought that would have been a great idea. I, and I think what we've seen less, what we've seen in the trailer, I think there is going to be a part two, just because in the trailer, the original two trailers, we see a specific scene from this one. No, that I think evolves from this one. Ah, less. What would you think about this? Uh, well, you can't have it all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, first episode right. was the first episode of this season in this series was entertaining it was actually really good i like yeah, it i know a lot of people was. didn't and their hang-ups are their hang-ups you just can't beat a dead horse anymore it, it is what it is right. uh obviously episode two yeah of course people have their uh their issues with that too it's like oh you really think a kid t'challa could stop thanos from snapping you know it's like well yeah he shut down a whole pirate crew and turned him into robin hood's merry men uh, and then here in this one, you know, it was it, if people are looking for excitement, the fact that you're getting a what if series should be enough. I understand that, you know, we've been spoiled. We've been taken to new to certain levels as far as this goes. But for those of us that have read comics and have seen or even sniffed what if comics and to get these things, these stories are awesome. These stories are cool. And I like the fact that they brought up, but they never answered the question though. Right. So they bring up the question. What if earth's mightiest heroes never assembled? Like what if they never, she never had the heroes. And now like you all are saying, I want to see what happens when we finally do get those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What happens if we now have 
the these mightiest heroes instead of the original ones. Right. Uh, it, it was it was cool because there's also the other part we didn't know who the heck was doing what they did. Yeah, for a while I had no clue. Like, until, what yeah. the heck is going on? You get a clue. You kind of. I had an inkling as as the clue was being given up. I'm like, hmm. Let me double check something real quick. And then you get this reveal, and it makes sense in that regard. I I know I can't spoil it. I know people haven't. So just know that this person that does this has a history of being unhinged and having issues Mm -hmm. and having some problems, even to the point of becoming sometimes or even creating sometimes the greatest villains the Avengers have had to face. Uh In addition to becoming a villain themselves. as good and well-intentioned as this person is. And that brings up another thing in the Avengers, MCU Avengers, those two people are not in this. They're not original Avengers like they are in the comics. So Mm -hmm. in the comics, they were uh, actually founding members of the team and to know that they're not, I mean, this is also another thing that you can look at. It's kind of a slap in the face. So now why not go after everybody? Hey, punks, you did this and that. So it's a beautiful, if, way, it's, it's a beautiful way to spoil it without spoiling it, by the way. If people yeah. know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm talking about. If you don't <laughs> right. know what I'm talking about, it's going to be great. Either. Let's ask Eric. Eric, do you have any idea what Les is, who Les is talking about? No, sir. Okay, that's a great job. Les. Good job. Well done. Well done. But you like the episode. Tom. I'm sorry, King Tom. If you, I, no, I think <laughs> I, the, the one thing is, I think they tied it in the shield. So that's where I think it came from. But yeah, other than that, I, I agree with you. Great. Cool. I All don't right. want to, I don't want to say anything else. Cause I don't right. want to. Yeah, I'm done. One. I'm sorry. And I, I really did work at trying to like maneuver that if I could. Yeah. For you comic book readers, then it's nothing new. You know, in right. in for you comic book readers, it's nothing new, and to just see, just watch the episode if you haven't watched it yet. Come on, now, this is yeah. one of the things people should be looking forward to. We have the gallery, the Star Wars gallery stuff. We have all these different things, and I really think what if should be on your personal slate, people. Oh, for sure, it's absolutely worth watching. It's I, I'm really digging. It. I'm my the one I'm looking forward to most is the zombie one because I have like oh. personal interest in that one. Yes. Uh, so that's going to be rad. I cannot wait for that. But let's segue. Well, let's just dive into the Spider-Man trailer. We have a voicemail from Neil that has something to do with it, but I want to watch the trailer together first. I know 300 million views, but we haven't watched it all together. Mm-hmm. So I think we should. So here we go. Spider-Man No Way Home. Can we watch it on somebody's phone? Oh, look at this. This is a good one. <laughs> Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or the devil lie in to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. Yeah, you can't this go hurting a lot of me. Yeah, I've just kid, been thinking about just how to fix all of this. 
So, Peter, to what do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Stephen. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. Even Dr. Strange's work. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange, don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. The entire world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's gonna forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned, he's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really stop talking. Oh, Peter. What'd you just do? What just happened? We tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. You trying to live two different lives. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. That laugh. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. That looks pretty amazing. Now, question for you guys. Is the whole, that, I mean, is it Doctor Strange living in uh, frozen land there? Is that because of Hulk landing through and busting the roof? <laughs> that happened five years before. This, yeah, at least. No, he should have fixed well, that. You know, yeah. He doesn't have a handyman now. He is the handyman. No, yeah. I think probably it's because they live choice. in a magic house. Yeah. It's a magic mm-hmm. house, so probably the cycles and all that stuff are just wacky. Which a wonder time. That's yeah. right, crazy. You see Wong getting off to go to. Uh, let's just speculate. He's leaving the, the warmer weather climate, you know, warmer yeah, climate, and fighting like abomination in Shang Chi. So that's exactly what he probably. He's like, "Don't cast that spell. I'm off to go fight some I'm out. in a kumite, <laughs> an underground right. superhero kumite." King Tom, you're the huge Spider-Man fan here. What did you think about this trailer? Uh, I thought it was it was very much a teaser where you know you've heard whispers of spoilers of who and what we're gonna see. And yeah, we got we got one big one confirmed, another one hinted at. Uh, but there's so it feels like there's so much more to this movie. If I had to guess, I would guess most of what we see here takes place within the first third or first half of the movie. It's actually confirmed. It's the first, it's the first like 30, 40 minutes of the movie. Yeah. That's what um, I, heard. I wasn't a big fan. This it seems like it's partially based on the um, uh, one, is it one more day or one moment in time storyline where um, Spider-Man basically makes a deal with the devil um, to have, his uh, identity erased from the memory of the world and Mephisto, the devil does it, but he says, well, I'm also going to erase your marriage. Mm. Uh, 
And I, I wasn't a fan of that storyline because of that, because I'm a big fan of Peter and MJ together. And, you know, she, she made him happy for the most part. Um, that's how the stories went. And I didn't like them erasing that. But if they could do this in another way, um, while at the same time incorporating the multiverse, I think that would be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that would be really cool. Man, I am excited about this one because there's so many rumors that I think are going to go. Like, I want to see Murdoch in it. <laughs> like, if I see him, uh, it's going to be rad. Everybody else is in it, so why not? And to see Garfield and to see McGuire. How, how, mad, how mad would you be if it was only Foggy and not actually Murdoch? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> Fuck, I'd be so pissed. I, I mean, my speculating, like, my speculating mind wants to go even further than that, bigger than that, and get... If they can get Garfield and McGuire to hang out, then there's nothing stopping them from sneaking Harrelson and uh, Tom Hardy in there. That's my <laughs> my wacky shit that I want. I, I really want to see some like that would blow. It, it, and for them to keep that under wraps, oh, and for them to pull some shit off where it's like, all right, uh, the three Spideys are taking on Doctor Octopus. <laughs> Uh, Green Goblin. Oh, Venom and Carnage are jumping around out there too, guys. Uh, Venom's like, I'm trying to help you guys. Are like, no, no, no. We we know about you, and they just beat his ass too. Oh, yeah. How about oh. Leopardon somewhere? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, dude, that's gold. That, that would be gold, gold. dude. If we see Leopardon anywhere, uh, what I would love to see, like, if they want to just throw it in there, is like if he's like kind of like when Ezra and Ahsoka were. We're, we're doing the whole time-lapse thing. He can see certain things. It'd be great if he could see, like, Leopardon or even sees Miles Morales somewhere. That'd see, now so that, that for mm-hmm. me is is something I just want to keep under, like, keep so I don't hurt myself. Or Yeah, like, don't get too myself. excited. Yeah, Because that would be, the if ultimate. there is an opportunity to do so, it's this one. And to keep, first they push the trailer back. You know, when are we going to get the trailer? They never said a word. They just kept quiet and everybody's bitching and crying and just, you know, upset and whining. We need something. We need something. Then a leak happens and all of a sudden, okay, let's just drop this little teaser real quick because that's not the full trailer. No. No. Like as great as this one is or as as much as it soothes our our, satisfies our like hunger for this thing, it's just a a quick appetizer because you know there's going to be a much, much better more revealing you better be home trailer. you better be home for that one and right? i what i will not do is try to go get pokey after a very energetic very energized day i will just stay home <laughs> have it delivered so we can do a oh, reaction man. video yeah, i'm gonna on start time. downloading like all the apps dude so i'll just make sure i get my chipotle or whatever all delivered. this all this youtube money you know you guys are making you can afford to have your food delivered now all right yeah. All this YouTube money will make us go eat at Taco Bell. That's what it would do. Matter of fact, it had me being in rice, rice burritos. Raj calls me and he's like, dude, the trailer dropped. We got to get it, get going. I'm like, I am out getting something to eat. As I'm pulling stop. into a legit, as I had just taken my parking ticket, because you got, because you know, parking, you got to pay for parking in this capitalist society. And I'm going, I can't, I got to get this validated. <laughs> So I had to park, just go run to a 7-Eleven of all things, get it validated there, and then get in my car and go home. Well, thank you. The algorithms really helped that day. Oh, yeah, totally. Eric, what's your take on this thing, buddy? I'm going to go with Boo the Hater next. (laughs) I think think it looks rad, man. I was floored by some of the 
like the slants on the storyline, the visuals. I love Doctor Strange. I, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is that character's the, one of the best casting moves of all time. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and, um, and what r- really made me happy is that Amanda loved it. She wow. she has been the Marvel fan and not at the level that like where it'll ruin us financially, like my star Wars fandom, but, uh, uh, but she like Loki just kind of fell flat for her and she's not watching what if and seeing this. Yeah. She's, she, she's one of these. It's like, I don't want to eat in restaurants. I don't want to go to the movies because of COVID. But since she sees this, she's like, Oh, we're going, <laughs> we're going to see that. Well, that's, that's really interesting. Cause I, talked to uh, boo yesterday i said is this going to be the first billion dollar movie post covid i shouldn't say post covid because we're still in it but since you know, since yeah. pandemic hit so what do you guys think about that does this have a worldwide opportunity to make a billion dollars i think it could i it's one of those things man where it's predicting is very difficult because what you thought would happen is not what has happened. And every time you make a move to congregate a lot of people, suddenly you start having these hot spots. Yeah. And would that be the very thing that drove us all back inside? Oh, I, you imagine? <laughs> that would be awful. Damn, I don't know. That's true. Well, well, I can't wait. Boo, you, you spidey hater. What'd you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I was like leave it to Spider-Man to fuck up everything, but you know, it's fine being selfish, but it's okay. What? Um, no, yeah, no, that's gotta be awful. Everybody know who the fuck you are. And then on top of that, everybody thinks you're a fucking murderer. Cause he puts that shit on yeah. everywhere. Does he do He's go like, back to school? He, he doesn't go back to school. That's the shitty part. Yeah. In the middle of high school, just got into a, a budding relationship and he's just, yeah, so that's horrible. He's walking through the school hallways. They're all taking his picture. I what know. What are you doing? I know. Oh, speaking of school hallways, not to tug on you know heartstrings or anything like that, but the one the one scene where he's running through the cafeteria, mm-hmm. I saw a breakdown of it. Said that that's the same cafeteria of Miles Morales's uh, art institute or where, whatever school that he's going to. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, the same one. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was, that was oh, a little right. bit of like a Ooh. little thing. Yeah. Somebody saw like a sign on the wall See? that was in the same See cafeteria there? as his. See? Don't get so, too excited last night. Yeah. Not, not, not to, you know, put anything that's not there, but yeah. Are we going to um, get like a, like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Miles Morales animated? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that would be good. No, I, 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 I thought it was good. I hope we get a good amount of Doctor Strange because I don't think Spider-Man, well, maybe Doctor Strange brings in, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a Spider-Man movie and Doctor Strange is in it, but how much is he in it? How much is he going to help? Cause he can do a ton to help Spider-Man, but he might not, he's going to have to not to in order for Spider-Man to struggle and need the other Spider-Men to come well, in. I remember homecoming was Iron Man was mm-hmm. probably the same as Iron Man was. Yeah. But this is also like Doctor Strange is kind of like, this is his territory. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've, I've, <laughs> help fuck this up i gotta help you unfuck yeah. it up kind of thing right. so i i'm interested to see how that that plays out but yeah no it, it looks great i can't see I, I can't wait to see everybody that's in it uh yeah what is you know you, you have willem defoe you know you have uh what is it jamie, uh, jamie fox yes uh, yeah doc Ock, you got the sandman the, the guy the, from the show wings <laughs> <laughs> do you remember wings wow. anyway, you remember yes. wings was it yeah, on, he like played a, Lowell. Yeah, there yeah. you go. 
if you put soda in a, this coffee cup, would it still be a coffee cup? There it is. <laughs> Boo, you remember Wings of oh, It was a the, show on like no. NBC. Was, After Cheers. Yeah, I was on for like five years. What's and, Cheers? Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> and uh, what is it? The one member of the Sinister Six that we're missing is Vulture, right? Yeah, that would be Michael Keaton, right? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure I'll if they're going to. They'll all show up. Yeah. There's, so because it's. It's pieces of what they want. I, I I know Rhino's not in there now, but it's it's like one of those where it seems like they're they've got five members already. They might as well just throw in a six one and just make their own sinister six as they try to do with the back. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I yeah, so I don't I'm I'm excited. I can't wait for more of a trailer. I just if if this was it, if this was the only trailer or teaser that we got, I'd be completely fine till December third. I me too, man. I don't want to see anything else. Mm-mm. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, I I dug it. Well, let's uh finish this uh episode off of listening to Neil's uh take on this. I think it's his take on it. Neil, uh what'd you think? What's up, Seth listeners? It's your boy, Neil, giving you a call from Chicago. Um, so, yeah, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Oh, my God. Um, that looks absolutely like one of the best Spider-Man movies that's going to ever exist, uh, at least so far. Um, I'm super psyched. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, you know, two, one and two by Sam Raimi were definitely influential for getting me involved in comics. So to see... You know, obviously the Green Goblin's going to be back from the pumpkin grenades and then seeing Doc uh, with his hello, Peter, at the end, uh, you know, is amazing. I am really looking forward to this movie. Uh, but I also wanted to mention, I, I think, you know, I think there was some kind of doubt after Thanos was defeated in Endgame whether or not Marvel was going to be able to continue with their stride. I mean, they were on top of the world. And I think there was a question uh, if that was going to continue or not. I never doubted it, but Marvel has gone ahead and said, nah, son, check this out. And <laughs> they are literally throwing so many different things at their fans. I mean, what if multiple live TV shows, movies, new movies that have, you know, Asian-inspired heritage like Shang-Chi that are going to be super influential. And I really think that... Um, they're going to just keep turning it up. And as fans, uh, we are should be nothing but grateful and thankful that we have a company that can actually make that happen. So, yeah, um, super psyched for the future. Thanks again for all you do. And uh, have a great day. That's a great, that's a great voicemail. I totally agree with you, man. Just be thankful that Marvel is pulling this off and they're doing things that we weren't expecting them to do. Just look at WandaVision and how crazy that is and how they pulled that off. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, and I'm glad you're so excited about Spider-Man. Um, I just wish everybody else had the same attitude as you, you know, mm-hmm. nah. in this world. Uh, but yeah, be, be thankful for Star Wars. Be thankful for Marvel. That doesn't mean you can't critique it. Just, you know, for people that weren't alive 20 years ago, um, this is a totally different time. And uh, like Boo, Boo's a youngster, but he's thankful. Oh, absolutely. I, he doesn't like Spider-Man, but he's pumped about it. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to see it. Whatever you he can knows Hulk's give a bitch, me. But he doesn't, oh, he doesn't like, what did I just say that out loud? Wow. I'm sorry. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean it that way. Dare you. I didn't mean that way. He just blew up. Blasphemy. <laughs> did you just leave? Boo just left the chat. Like, he just disconnected. He didn't even come on. He just left. Like, I can't even get him back on. Oh, he left on his own terms. That's why. 
Guys, it was a fun episode here. Boo's not here anymore, but it's okay. King Tom Chansky, where can people find you? You can find me making up stories about conversations I never had with Kevin Fige on Twitter at Tom Chansky and then on uh, Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and the Bad Motivators. <laughs> Mr. Eric Struthers, where can people find you this weekend doing your little amazing guitar work? It's going to be 80s night at the Gateway Grizzlies game on Friday. And so we're going in and playing an hour and 40 minute set or something like that. It's going to be good times. And uh, yeah, so that and follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers. If you want to see tweets about anything but that. There you go. Mr. Gonzalez, where can people find you poking around at pokey places? Like the polka dot. <laughs> oh man, stop! <laughs> if Must you're have created a pokey name that you can. I I saw uh, pokey. I've seen hokey pokey. Have you? Oh, let, boo! You're back. Well, I, I I never left. I just left the uh, the video chat. Uh, I've always been here. Hokey pokey, you like that? Yeah, that one made me giggle. I saw Pokemon. I didn't. See that. <laughs> I, saying, I think somebody's gonna not. sue for that no, one. Yeah. You not. Oh man, if you're looking, you can find me on Twitter at lessonworth 78 and also on this podcast and on our Simply's YouTube channel, having some fun doing some awesome reaction videos. Did you say if you're lucky? Yeah, he no. did say. Did I say if you're lucky? If you're yeah, looking. If you're oh. lucky. Oh. Yes. If you're lucky, you'll Relax. see his muscles. Dude, hey, chill out, man. I am not that egotistical. Okay. okay, Gonzalez. All right, Gonzalez. Yeah, Gonzalez. thank you. The fact that you all keep saying that just reinforces it. So you started it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Now it is canon. It's all good, dude. My favorite pokey place is pokey in the front, liquor in the rear. I love that place. Oh, it's phenomenal. You really fucking sat there. No, it's really good. It's they sell liquor in the rear and they sell pokey head. in the front. I saw you staring I'd off into the sunset, no. cooking that shit up. <laughs> I was. I was totally. He crazy. was waiting. Dude, I was so waiting for you to stop talking about your muscles. Blissfully waiting to fucking say. <laughs> be waiting a while where, for that. Where can people find you hating on Spidey? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List, boo. And you can find me at the Sith List on all platforms. Guys and gals, if you are listening and you're in the area of Hollywood or anywhere near, please come down to Scum and Villainy and hang out with Les and I. Boo can't make it. He has a prior engagement, but he'll be there in spirit. Um, and a bunch of our um, other friends, Randy, will be there. And I would think OG Rob and Lumberjack Nick and Sal. I think Sal's coming down. Hopefully, Steel's coming down. So it'll be a lot of fun. For everybody else, this is Arash, and we'll catch you next week on episode number 265 of The Sip.
talked about Mick and Keith and Ron. What's Charlie's role? No, I mean, I always consider myself a drummer, you know, and uh, so that's to keep the time and help everybody else do what they do, you know. 